0: Welcome to the podcast of champions this is the Herald Express Devon Live Talker United Yellow Army podcast created weekly by David Thomas and Guy Henderson here you can find everything you ever wanted to know about Talker United along probably with quite a lot that you didn't you can find the podcast in the Talker United section of devonlive.com or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Yeah, welcome to the podcast. Uh, this week we're out at Seal Hain again. We're talking United at training ahead of Saturday's game at home to Filed. And Gary Johnson's very kindly invited us in to his press conference. So, the first part of the podcast uh, consists of a press conference. The voices asking the questions are mine, David's, and Patrick Tinkler's. Uh, and the second part of the, press con- of the uh, podcast, we'll be chatting about uh, matches gone by and uh, looking ahead to two big games coming up this week.
1: Okay, Gary. Um, can you tell us about what it's been like in uh, training this week since last weekend, four zero we one over the County. Well, when you've had
2: a, a good result and a good performance, the uh, you know the lads are always got sort of a bit more of a smile on their face because they care. Um, and uh, normally, after after a defeat, they'll come in and be a bit down, and then we'll we'll pick them up and we'll show them a review. Uh, well, We'll drag them down first, but just to show why we've lost. And then pick them up after that. And then when you've won, there's no need to drag them down. You just show them things that we could have improved on, things that we did well. And uh, generally, if you've done more things well, then you've, you've won the game. And uh, it was such a great performance, that first half especially. Even the second half, actually, because we still had chances and we, we kept them down to a couple of ricochets and so on and so forth. But um, so very pleased with them, and they were pleased with themselves because we, you know, a lot of the work that we
1: do was in was that you know was seen and performed in that first half. We've talked about getting a run together. Um, so Saturday could be a good springboard moving forward. Yeah, I, I always
2: say that you. You got to get that first win before it becomes a, a run later on, and at least you can, you know, you start with a win, and then uh, you, you've got to try and get whatever it is, uh, an amount of wins on the trot to get yourself up there. All there's teams now that have started putting in runs of wins after runs of defeats. Actually, I'm thinking Notts County, Carolina overall. Bromley you know and so on and it, it, there's always a time when they have a, a run of wins and a, a run of non-wins it could be a draw sort of thing so um yeah we're in that situation now at least we can start a little run if we can but we have to respect the opposition as always you know, file we watched them uh, when they played at, at Barnet and it wasn't uh, or at file but against Barnet and also the game before and uh they're not a bad sight. You know, you can see why they did so well last year. Um, they've got a threat, so we've got to be aware of that threat. But uh, they've obviously got a weakness as well, and we've got to try and um, make sure that uh,
1: their weakness costs them. You took Amani uh, Little and Atoll with you last weekend. How uh, close are they to getting back to this? They're close, very close. Uh, that's why we,
2: we, we took them. I mean, Acer is our club team captain as well, so it's important that uh, you know he's a good voice in the uh, uh, during the game and more so before the game at the hotel in the dressing room and after the game. So um, it's always good to take Acer as captain anyway. But uh, Amani and him are both very very close, and I'm sure um, at least one
1: of them will be definitely available for selection and one we've got to wait uh, another day or two for and the broader injury news how close are we to getting back to full fitness for the squad and have the other players that Yeah, um,
2: I think uh, John is training now um, and we're, we're still waiting on Opie on he's going to be one that's a, a last minute one Biko um, is probably not ready yet he's he's, he's still having headaches from his concussion that he got Um, I think that's it isn't it I think that's uh, generally everybody I hope I haven't missed anyone but uh, yeah so we're working hard on them but when you've had a result then of course um, it's always nice to have a fully fit squad but uh, you get a result and then you know you've got another week to get everybody ready do a little bit of work it's always a nice a nice feeling um, as far as being disappointed about the injuries that are, that are still not available sort of thing, but uh, they'll all be back and you we've know, just got to make sure that we uh, do it properly and we don't
1: bring them back too early so that they're, they're, they're out for a lot longer. Back to play more on Saturday uh, before a midweek trip to Ebb Street, so Saturday's you know obviously an important game um, and we want the yellow army out there in full voice. Yeah, well, you, know, you can't make people come. You can't
2: make people. Uh, you know, ask them to scream and shout in support of your team. But um, you know, we always appreciate the ones that do come. That's for sure, because uh, you know they they come with that positive energy. Now, sometimes the game changes that a little bit during the game, and sometimes at the end of the game, like the, the Easter game is a disappointment. But um, it, you know. It, Every game, the lads, I and the lads are still trying to entertain. We're trying to give them um, goals, if you like. Um, We're giving them goals at both ends at the moment at home, so we've got to be careful of that. But uh, they want to see us scoring goals. But they can see the the potential of our team. And hopefully it will grow and grow as the support grows and grows. Um, But we're always genuinely thankful for the ones that come and the ones that do give us that support home and away but as it's a home game this week it'd be lovely to you know, touch on the 3000 um, type figures like we were getting at the end of last year uh, and more but uh, that's down to us as well we've got to, as a club we've got to build that the team's got to get a run of wins we've got to try and get up there so that people are excited about sort of coming to, to watch us but uh, We've got a team that can entertain, that's for sure, and so we hope that uh, we can do that more consistently.
0: A lot of the things you talked about in the last couple of weeks, about the players imposing themselves at both ends of the field, came together on Saturday, you must have been very gratified about that.
2: Yeah, we was. Um, I thought we, we de- I always say, if you defend well, it's not just your defenders, it's your your team, because they, you know, we've got to make sure that your defenders are not defending um, without a barrier in front of them, so yeah. sometimes it's that. And the same the other way, that when the uh, lads are attacking, they've got to know that the, the lads are defending are up there with them, so that if they have a shot and it rebounds it comes back to us and we can have a, a run of attacks, if you like, that's important. So. Whether you're attacking or defending, it, we, we see it as a team energy, um, and and that's what we we had on on Saturday, and everybody played their part in in their individual position, in their individual, um, you know, like the midfield up defenders and the forwards, but basically it was a, as a team, we uh, we looked very strong, and on the on on the day, especially in the first half.
0: It wasn't a bad birthday for you then.
2: No, it was a great birthday. It was always it was nice, and uh, as I've said, uh, you know, if I could have a birthday every week, we'd win the league by a and Mark, wouldn't we? But um, it's uh, no, it was a nice day. It was a good day. It was nice to see two hundred and fifty people, you know, make that that trip, you know, which was unbelievable. Well, you and, got a birth-
0: you got a birthday card from the fans as well. I you? did, yeah,
2: yeah, uh, I saw yeah, that. yeah, I did. It was very nice. It was a little lad, and you know, I'm really pleased I saw him. And, I think it was the um, the Northern Goals or what? The called? Yorkshire Goals. The I Yorkshire think, Goals, yeah. that's yeah. right. So you know there was a list of names on it, and I'm pleased that I spotted the little lad in the crowd um, with his card. So obviously I didn't want to disappoint him. Uh, it was nice to get a birthday song at my age. <laughs> 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 I've never had you know, um, 250 people singing. <laughs> well, I have actually at other clubs which they do, but I was grateful to it and. Uh, Grateful to the Yorkshire
3: goals for, for the cup. It's very easy to forget that last Saturday and, in fact, in recent games, well, 64 is <laughs> very easy. To <laughs> I'm older than 64. Yeah, I know that. You look <laughs> um, uh, the, on Saturday and in recent games, you, you had two lads in the middle of midfield, and we've just been talking about how important that is for how they set up and yeah. how they play in Matthews and Frank Vincent. Um, <laughs> I, I I wonder whether at the start of the season, yeah. if you ever imagined that this would be your central midfield pairing at the moment. At, at this stage of the season, I yeah. yeah, But I mean, they're but they're playing with a a, 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 maturity. a maturity beyond their
2: years, probably yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Especially sa- Saturday And before. beyond their experience. And beyond the, their experience, the experience they're getting is now. Yeah. They're not experienced players yet, no, but no. they're getting they're getting. It. And I've, I've been saying that, and I don't sign anyone on that I don't think I can make into a first team player. I know they're going to have their ups and downs as young players, I know on occasions they're going to make mistakes, Um, but you have faith in, especially over the years, in your own judgment as to whether these players are going to be first team players at some stage. And they both had a little bit of luck that, you know, uh, Earlier on our our midfield was a bit uh, depleted uh, because of injuries etc. And they both got their opportunity and uh, they both shown what what good players they were. And that helps me with uh, my judgement in the future. The more I get right, now it's not classed as right yet, but what we do know is that at the moment they've got a game that can cause problems. this level of being a team calls do, do you think in a
3: funny sort of way that that, that they complement each other actually the, the way Matt is is Matt is quite a pragmatic play the way you're facing player whereas Frank sees uh, stuff yeah. maybe a slightly quicker and, 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 and they're different types of player really aren't they, they are but um, the
2: thing they both got in common is that they've both got an unbelievable work rate. yeah yeah you know, when we when we, we got the GPS uh, vest on them so we know exactly what they're doing, um, and we're very proud of their, their work rate and their fitness, and and so is Frank's Club, Bournemouth, because you know they, they watch him etc. So they they can see how fit fit he is, um, and I'm sure they'll, they'll improve on the other bits that they might as they as they go along and pick and choose when they need to stand still <laughs> and when they need to make a run. It's not all about running 12, 13 thirteen kilometres and not touching the ball. Sort of thing. You've got to make sure that you affect the game with that energy, and uh, and both of them are at the minute. So you know, it's proved to me that they were they were good signings, and when we get our full squad back, they create a much closer competition now from where they were when they
3: yeah. first came in. I mean, we've just been talking about
2: you know hopefully Acer and
3: uh, and Armani oh, yeah. are very close to, to, to both coming back yeah Jay, <laughs> they, they you a, they they're they're in there and turning around presumably I don't mean literally but yeah, to to, yeah. to Aza and Armani saying you're, not, you're coming not
2: coming in yet. Back. no listen I'm sure Acer and Armani will you know be disappointed from their own point of view but will be pleased for the team and themselves yeah. but uh, there's still 30 32 is it 32 games to go plus our FA cup that's our FA Trophy, that's our Devon Cup um, so we're going to need everybody fit and by the end of the season um, if I ask them have you been happy with the amount of games that you've played I'm sure nearly all of them will put their hand up and say yes we oh, yeah.
3: are. Um, Opie of all the injured players and you shouldn't separate one from another uh, in, in his injury and, and his. So time out, particularly since obviously he had time out last year for a different injury, must have been sort of frustrating for you and for him. Yeah. Has the fact that he's with Bristol City and he is a lone player played any part at all, or, or is this are they more careful with him, or are you more do you have to be a bit no, more we, careful we, with him, or is it purely yeah, are you fit,
2: are you not? Fit? Yeah. No. We we've got a good relationship obviously um, with Bristol City and our physio and, and their loans physio they keep in touch all the time um and it's, it's just been unlucky i'd be you know he's had a couple of hamstring's last year and this year it was a kick on the ankle and he actually trained as normal on the, on tuesday and um but unfortunately he just got a little little clip and it, it just sort of he, he felt it so again we just sort of pulled him out but um no i think the relationship between us and Bristol City. Both teams know exactly what's happening. They want to get him back as soon as possible without making it worse and the injury being being longer. Yeah. For Opie's sake as well, because he, you know, he loves playing football, he wants to play football. And he's one of the most, you know, he's one of the players that gets very frustrated with, with uh, injuries. He wants to play. Any um.
3: At this stage, I think we checked about the other day. But um, with the things as they are, any more proposals or thoughts of loaning anybody out, or, or any
2: ins and outs on that front, or uh um, well, not at the moment because we haven't got a big enough squad for all the because the trophies coming round now, the FA Cup coming round, you know. So we're going to need we're going to need uh, players. Um, we've got enough players at the moment that we've arranged. Uh, a nice friendly at plain against bristol city we wanted them to be the first to um, put their under the 23s i would have thought plus probably some of their lads that are um, have been have not been playing the first team players um, so they'll, they'll they'll come down and uh, we'll entertain them seven o'clock i think it is on october the 15th right yeah yeah over the 15th so and that's going to be like a friendly but there as I said you know I wanted at least two of those a month if I could yeah um, to integrate them
3: once the midweeks are um, yeah
2: now yeah when the midweeks are uh, when you get that little bit of a break some of them are going to need games Hiko probably Opie John Asa maybe Armani do you, do you know what I mean yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. it's it's uh, and it'd be good to, you know, put them with some of our youngsters, um, and that's what I want. And that'd be a nice little start. Yeah. So it. that would help
3: at least one of the people, some of the ones that aren't getting 90 minutes. Yeah, totally. Exactly. And, yeah. and it
2: gives them something to look forward to yeah. while they're rehabilitated, Last yeah. parts of their rehabilitation. Yeah.
3: And file this weekend. Uh, I think everybody. I was one of the ones that said surely they've got to be up there this season, yeah, the, the I mean, season yeah, they had, they he, he's, 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 he's had a bit of a, he didn't rest on his laurels in terms of players or anything, he's certainly got, well, a few left and he's got quite a few in. Yeah, no, um, they've, they, no they, 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 should Are be. they a kind of a, 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 team that could do anything on any
2: given day? Yeah, exactly, exactly that's exactly what they are and, and they had a good little run, they, they came through. I don't know if it's a bad run. I think they've lost the last couple, but um, now they've got some players that are, as I always say, dangerous players. And obviously uh, know, Danny Rowe, who's, um, who's a prolific goal scorer at this level, and has been for many, many seasons now. Um, I know the chairman wants a promotion within the next couple of seasons. Is it? You know. I think it's written on their shirts um, that they want to get into the football league very soon. So, and I and I, and I think he's he's backed that statement with you know, funding of the, of, of the team. So um, they got very very close last year, and uh, just um, started off, and, you know, not quite as good as as they might have liked, but. It is so close between the middle teams at the moment. What they're only three points away from us anyway. And uh, given a set of results, you can move from the bottom of the bottom half to the bottom of the top half pretty quick. uh, So we've got to be aware that they won't see that they're out of it yet, that's for sure.
0: So thanks to uh, to Gary for his time there. Now, our mission this week, David, we've just discovered, is try not to send Aaron Downs to sleep. <laughs> oh. Because and a certain other team's podcast, and we won't name that team, although we may have played them quite recently, apparently sent him to sleep in the team hotel. Oh, on Friday night. On Friday night. So <laughs> yeah. our mission is not to ramble on... And send poor Aaron to sleep, all right?
3: Should we choose to accept it. He's got, he's got a rugby... <laughs> and rug- we do.
0: He's got a Rugby World Cup to worry about, yeah, apart he, from anything else has, as well. Yeah, yeah. right. So, uh, right. Short, sharp podcast this week. Um, it was a great win on Saturday, wasn't it? I, Stockport game.
3: Look, you, here we are on Thursday, mm-hmm. uh, five days after it, and you, you, you... We all move on quite quickly in life, and quite right too, and football nothing more mm. important than that in football but I think it's worth pointing out United have just lost 3-2 at home to Eastleigh in a game which I think all of us struggled to get our heads around Yeah. after they'd played so well in that game one win in six that's the point of that result at Stockport in a way I mean uh, obviously that United played tremendously well there especially in the first half they yeah. were brilliant in the first half and but it was off the back of that Mm -hmm. to produce a a performance and a result like that and i'm sure all the people at home that were waiting for the scores to come in i know a a friend of mine who was on holiday in cornwall yeah uh, has one of these mobiles where they it goes buzz whenever there's a goal going in (laughs) Uh, he, it kept going buzz in the first half, and he damn look. Oh, I know how he felt. He assu- I know exactly how he felt. But it wasn't going well.
0: <laughs> well, there were uh, there were three questions before that game that Torquay fans were asking, weren't they? After the previous few games, one, how, how are we going to score goals? Two, you know, Reedy was everything was going wrong for Reedy for a couple of games. He hadn't scored for a couple of games. Everybody wanted him to get back on form. And were we going to keep a clean sheet again? And all three of those questions answered in the first half, as yeah, you say.
3: No, uh, absolutely. And also, you know, Br- Gary Johnson gets a lot of credit for a lot of things and quite right too, that he's done over the past year and a month. By the way, happy birthday uh, uh, last Saturday. Yeah, yes, some um, way to celebrate. Uh, but did he go for a team to try and tighten it all up? And play for a point, or not that he would ever play for a point, but and, and go a bit kind of pragmatic. Did he hell? Three up front, yeah, pace, counter attacking football, and it worked perfectly. Yeah, it was a very bold team selection. Um, you couldn't help feeling sorry for Ruri Keating that he came out, Calvin Kalala back in the team. Yeah. Lala, Whitfield, Reed up front. Stockport simply couldn't cope with the pace and the trickery of that lot. I was going to say, there's um, some
0: pace in those three, isn't that's there? That's right.
3: Now, I think it's worth, before we get too carried away with ourselves, away from home, that is a system, especially if you can get some passing going. By the way, big ticks for Matt Buse and Frank Vincent in midfield um uh, that because it's all very well having three quick players up front you've got to get the ball to them yeah, or yeah. or either you you, you ain't going to do that by hitting 60 yard balls from the back are you you've uh, got you've got you've got to, you've yeah, got to, you've you've got to get through, it to them you? to yeah. their feet yeah. um uh, so you know th- that was a key part of it that's away from home at home it may well be more difficult because you're going to have to break teams down rather than catching them yeah. on on yeah. the counter attack and uh, that's why at home to file this Saturday and in various other games as well as United have played in lots of home games this season I uh, haven't won them all but they've on the whole their performances have been pretty good in, certainly in terms yeah. of attacking football um, it can be tougher at home mentally as well as physically and and it'll be very interesting in other words united won't be able to play the same style of football that killed stockport in the first no. half against filed at home on saturday filed will not be coming at united with quite the hope that stockport came in the end they weren't even allowed to they struggled to even get the ball up to their own forwards because yeah. united worked so hard and they ended up passing it sideways Getting more and more frustrated. Eventually, long ball goes up, not very good. United get it, bang, 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 bang. But that's the difference between home and away sometimes. Yeah. And, and United may just have to be a bit more patient. Against filed on Saturday, but no, it, it was a it was absolutely terrific performance. It was sort of pinch me time at half time,
0: yeah. you know, and and tell, um, yeah, they they put that in the club tweet. Yeah, the you are not dreaming. This is four nil at yeah, half time. that's right.
3: I mean, I, t- I think I turned to to Patrick Tinkler, who I was commentating with, and <laughs> I said we're not gonna. This was this was after uh, um, the third goal. I said we're not gonna go down the road of three nils a dangerous scoreline. <laughs> and as I said it, Jamie Reed. Muscles their midfield player puts his head down and gets a fourth. And well, that, you go, <laughs> We're not losing a 4 0 yeah. lead in the second
0: half. That was, a, I mean, all, all goals are great goals, especially away from home. But Reedy's second oh. goal, that the, the fourth goal, was magnificent, wasn't well, it?
3: The, the first three were all team goals, if yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. They, 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 well, one was a penalty. I'm sorry, to take that back. It wasn't. But the second two, which unfortunately were both own goals, and by the way, Big tick to Jamie Reid. He never claimed the second goal. A lot of people had it down as a hat trick. Yeah, but um, uh, he the ball, as we now know, and I think one or two of us suspected at the time, uh, went in off the defender Festus Arthur. But Jamie Reid, who you know, strikers do claim those from time to time, and, and Reedy really didn't. Um, but they were terrific team goals. Yeah, you know, balls out defense, passing. You know, and, and uh, Calvin Kalala, who let's face it, is the nearest thing we've all seen to Stanley Matthews for years <laughs> and years in terms of yeah. old-fashioned dribbling. Yeah, yeah, You know, this yeah. is that's what he does.
0: I'm not going to be able to get that image out of my head now. By the way, every but, time Calvin got but he got the he ball. is a throwback yeah. winger, isn't
3: he? Uh, he in, in, it, it's almost as if he only comes alive mm-hmm. when he has the ball at his feet, not on Saturday. He, he started, started. he passed the ball in situations at exactly the right time he wants yeah. to pass the ball. Now, you imagine this is what we've hopefully been waiting for, for this yeah. ability to make the right decisions at the right time. And both of the second and third goals, which were both own goals as it happened, although really would have stuck them in if the, if the defenders yeah. didn't, uh, was Kalala passes to Whitfield down the right-hand side. In other words, it wasn't... I'm doing this on my own. Here mm-hmm. we go. He he saw a pass and delivered it. Yeah. Now, if Calvin Kalala can add and keep that in his armory. Yeah. Yeah. He is taking a big step up yeah. to being the player that we all that we all, you know, hope he hope he can be.
0: Oh yeah, I know I know you d- you don't pull out individual performances particularly from a game like that, but it's worth mentioning. Um, as Gary did just now In his press conference Matt Buse has, um, I mean he hit the bar Didn't he In the yes, second half He did um, He's playing terrifically well Isn't he Well he's um, He's a proper Nuts and bolts player Yeah He
3: he he. Uh, he even he uh, Look it's, it's easy to forget He was playing at places Like Hartley-Wintney Yeah And yeah. with all due respect To Hartley-Wintney And Wimborne Town Last year In front of
0: Smaller crowds, yeah. <laughs> exactly.
3: So you imagine the step up, the leap up in in not just in physical and football in terms, but in sort of culture, for yeah, to use a, well, a sort we, of a smarmy word. He but would you know have been I mean. part time. Oh, absolutely. At as well. He was he was yeah. working all day yeah. at, um, at Buckhursts Mead Leisure Centre in Yeovil, yeah, Noble, yeah. Um, and then playing part time for Taunton Town. So so <clears throat> to come to United on trial. Yeah. To maybe get a pro contract and he works through preseason, gets a contract. Yeah. That's what that would probably have been pretty good news for the next six months. Yeah. <clears throat> to help with that. He if he starts on Saturday, be his fifth successive start yeah. for United. Um, he hasn't looked
0: out of place at he all. Has, has he?
3: No, and and I think he he knows what he's good at. Yeah. And that in football is a fantastic Thing to have in your armory yeah knowing what you're good at and knowing what you're not good at and making the most of one and okay yeah. working on the rest but don't think you can do stuff you can't do his work rate is prodigious he plays the way he's facing mm. and usually the first pass he sees he hits yeah um yeah. and then if if the game opens up in front of him he'll He'll, he'll put his head down He's got a good shot As we've seen a couple of times yeah. He's been very unlucky not to score um, And he's just absolutely making the most Of what he's got And and um, uh, you know he, He's at a time when United Had been without Amani Little, Yeah, Asa Hall And uh, Ryan Lemon Dixon, uh, Conor Lemon Heavens And t- Opie Edwards Exactly, yeah. Those four midfield yeah. players yeah. Were yeah. probably United's first four central midfield players united have, have won at stockport on saturday and they're 10th or 11th in the table you know without that lot no. now that probably is the biggest compliment to matt Bewes and frank vincent
0: yeah and Ben Whitfield's made a difference as well, hasn't he? Oh, he's... He's, he's, he's added some energy to that team, hasn't he? Not that well, he didn't have some already, but... Um, quite. You know? Uh,
3: no, he, he's... Uh, uh, I mean, I am not... I will not envy Gary Johnson in the next few weeks when all of these players start coming <laughs> yeah. are, are, are back. I mean, because some seriously good players are going to end up on the subs bench or maybe yeah. even not getting a game. Um, by the way, that was another little plus of Saturday was that on top of that performance... Gary Johnson was able to send three subs on for the last what was it worked out 10 15 minutes. Yeah. So he got them involved as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, a, a lot of ticks, mm. a lot of boxes ticked. Uh, now can they, do, can, can, they do can, it? can they can they you know put together this bit of consistency which a lot of other clubs are trying to do as well. There's precious few teams at the moment that are actually winning every week. Yeah. <laughs> which, Yeoviller yeah. which people didn't did well expect. again didn't they yeah. Uh, yeah, Notts County have all of a sudden started putting together a bit of a run Bromley uh, have finally lost um, obviously at the top of the table yeah. Woking have gone a bit wobbly uh, now uh, I think that the massive shock to everybody that studies this division particularly with Fylde coming to play yeah. more on Saturday is that Wrexham Fylde and Chesterfield who must all have been in most people's List of promotion
0: favourites. Chesterfield and Wrexham were both the bookies' top two, weren't they? Quite
3: uh, are in the uh, final, lost in the playoff yeah. final last year. Yeah. Are all in the bottom seven, something mm. like that. Yeah, really struggling. Um, but obviously, Gary was very quick to point out this week that there aren't much, there isn't that many points covering about eighteenth to tenth yeah. or whatever it is. That's true. Um,
0: another thing that he mentioned, of course, you'll have heard this earlier in the podcast. But what a great idea to have that friendly with Bristol City oh. coming down. That was October the fifteenth. Yeah. Tuesday, night, Tuesday 7 night, 7 o'clock at Plain Moor. Yeah. Uh, Good time well, to kick it off because the kids will be able to go. It's a school night, but it's not going to be that late. No,
3: and, and uh, the only thing that hasn't been announced, uh, which the, I'm, I'm sure the club will soon, is the admission prices. Mm. And I think the idea is that it'll be two or three quid, something yeah. like that. Absolutely. There's no Affordable, point... anyway. Yeah. Well, it should be almost a loss leader game, shouldn't it? Yeah. Come along. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be a, a kids game. Mm. there will be first team senior pros from both clubs so uh, according to to gary johnson this morning um, it's the first of a planned series of home quote reserve matches yeah um, which they're going to you know uh, uh, try and play play more if they possibly can um and uh, yeah, it should be really Every, good fun. Everybody
0: loves these games, don't they? When they used to do it, I mean you used to get a decent crowd there. You yeah. feel a little bit closer to the action because it's a little bit more intimate if you like. Quite. Um yeah, it's it's a great idea. And also, if you're trying to build the gates
3: up at Playmore, which everybody is, and, and you know, we all hope that happens, if you can get four or five hundred people along to a reserve game yeah. like that, quite a lot of them youngsters, that's the the taster on a Tuesday yeah. or Wednesday night. Maybe one or two people go along that either, you know, haven't gone regularly on Saturday or maybe have never been before. Yeah. But because it's cheap and it's available, they go along. Then you stand a chance of maybe, oh, let's go to the first team yeah. game on. Yeah. You know, and and so it's a sort of a no-brainer scenario really isn't it and um, you know we'll just wait and see I, I can't imagine United will charge any more than sort of two or three quid no. something like that it, there's there's no point in doing it otherwise no, no. is there
0: so um, we'll find out pretty yeah. quickly Look, um, one of the pieces that's in the Herald Express this week is about the fans isn't it and there are some fans there are some band fans still aren't there from, uh, from there are Playmore. there's some quite interesting things to say about those that There are various things that you can get banned for, aren't there? Yes, there there are. And it's a bit of a grey area, isn't it?
3: I think we're we're in, from the club's point of view, uh, and I'm not trying to particularly defend the club, because the club doesn't need defending in these particular cases. is that they're very often damned if they do and damned if they don't. Hmm. Um, uh, So (laughs) people who throw smoke bombs on the pitch kick down advertising hoardings and make a complete nuisance of themselves. Deserve to be banned forever and a day. Mm-hmm. You know, Agreed. I- yes. Yeah. yeah. But uh, um, a youngster that hops over the fence on the last game of the season when everybody's been told not to, uh, runs around for a few minutes and then hops back over again. Um, uh, you know, it seems a bit. Yeah. It seems initially they're not the harsh. same. No. I mean, I dare say in our youth henders, you and I hopped over the fence a couple well, of I times. I
0: confessed there. last week went on when on <laughs> with Derek Dawkins' <laughs> goal yeah. the Spurs. Go. But there yeah. you go.
3: Yeah. Um, uh, now. And we've all seen many, many cases yeah. of it happening. And, of course, when you get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds on the pitch, they're not all yeah. banned, you know. But I, I, it's it's one of those situations when the club announces something like that, you know, you must not, and you, you know, you stand the risk of being yeah. rejected, blah, 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 banned if you run on the pitch. OK, so it happens. And I think, on the whole, the club are trying and have tried to be a bit more... Uh, analytical yeah. than some fans realise. They take a very good look at all these cases. They're all treated individually, um, and if there is any previous at all, that's yeah. obviously taken into in, in, into account. Now I know the club are well aware that there is a broad span of mm. mischievousness, if that's the right word, in the 21 fans who are currently banned, and they're is it banned. 21? Fr- 21, 21. Yeah. They're yeah. banned from playing more. Yeah. Some of them. You know who I know from personal experience are not exactly fully paid up hooligans, have turned up at away games, um, uh, and supported the team, yeah, you know, yeah. vociferously and have helped in that respect. There is a, a, a body of thought on the pop side that some of the fans who are banned, um, are some of the loudest supporters, and that it has, yes. um, uh, um, not helped the atmosphere coming from the pop side well um the club are also aware of that yeah um, and i understand that they're monitoring all of the p- people that have been banned um, yeah. uh, so we'll see you know uh, uh, where that goes and whether um you know that some might be allowed back at, at a particular yeah. time we we'll, 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 we'll see where that goes it's a very difficult situation the club have been warned several times in the past yeah. about this well, they, um
0: there were unsavory incidents last season there were. weren't there i mean there was There's bad no behaviour point. and not
3: just last season yeah. Uh, yeah you know i forest green 2 or 3 years ago yeah. um yeah. uh, eastley obviously uh, um i can remember smoke bombs and flares being thrown on the pitch at Eastleigh, Yeah. very close to staff and mm. photographers all this kind of stuff uh gloucester away last
0: year yeah Bath and Woking were um, Bath and Western Supermar. Forgotten Western Western The the list gets worryingly long when you talk about it like that. And we
3: are only talking. I'm absolutely convinced, and this is the most frustrating thing about it. We're probably only talking about 15 to 20 people. Yes, it might even be less than that. The ones who just leave their brains behind, Hmm. you know, Uh, and and then of course that (laughs) spills over into a reputation for causing yeah. trouble, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and, of course, the last thing United want to end up with is, let's say we get back in the Football League, mm. you know, something we all hope and look forward to. In next season or season's time, whenever it
1: happens,
0: Yeah,
3: home to not just extra or Plymouth, because that would speak for itself, but uh, Yeovil, yeah. f- well, yeah. Cheltenham Town or whatever. Yeah. And the police say, no, sorry, we're full policing of that game. Yeah. You know, blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 bang. There's a bill for 5,000 quid at the end of it all. It becomes and
0: expensive <laughs> for a small club, doesn't it? E- exactly. Yeah. Um,
3: so all of these things feed into yeah. it. it. It's, uh, you know, <clears throat> it's very easy to stand on the touchline and say, well, that's pretty ridiculous. He only hopped over the fence, therefore, blah, 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 Yes. And there is a, there is an inherent unfairness in all of these things, or can be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um, no, let, you know, let's hope that there is absolutely no reason for anybody to get upset. Mm. I, I, I know that there are plenty of fans who actually think the club are doing the right thing. Yeah. Absolutely the right thing. Yeah. Um, that they've been fed up with, with, you know, some of the stuff that's kicked off, Yeah, usually away from home, not, yeah. at, not at home. Um,
0: that's uh, a fair so, point, I think, because, th- you know, there have been times... I, did, I was in a couple of away crowds last season where people were saying to the stewards, look, just chuck them out. Yeah. Chuck them out. They don't represent Torquay United. Exactly. Chuck them out. Yeah. I mean, it's easier um, said than done. But, of course yeah. it is, yeah.
3: Um, and funnily enough, the, 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 probably the worst incidents last season were at Bath. Mm. Now, I'm absolutely convinced that some of the protagonists at Bath that day, I looked across at behind the United goal when they were going to try and you know, confront Bath yeah. fans. Now they weren't talky supporters quite, quite. or, or uh, and quite a few of them were older they yeah. were almost middle-aged um now you know and the club gets tarred with yeah you know uh, that image because what were they six eight ten well, fans you, nobody knew where they very no. because I, I immediately spoke to regular away fans and one of the first things is we didn't we didn't recognize four or five of those yeah. Or if they did, it was well, he's forty odd, you know, and and you're going, well, what the hell's what's going yeah. on there? It's not just a young, hot-headed. It? No, no, it's not no. always young no. kids. And as a result of that day, you know, yeah. um, uh, you know, the club's reputation is, is damaged. Hmm. You know, uh, we all know that ninety nine point nine percent of the supporters are absolutely fine. Uh, united took 400 fans to barnet the other bank holiday yeah including some of the play, uh fans who were banned at playmore and the barnet people afterwards was saying to me I, mean, God, I wish we had fans like yours yeah um yeah. Uh, they were everybody it was friendly it was loud it was you know terrific away support um and then you set that against as a, as we say this this very small group yeah small but Painful, crazy Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that cause trouble.
0: Let's look ahead to the uh, the two games coming up. There, two games in the next few days. Uh, away at Ebbsfleet on Tuesday. Tuesday night. That's a long hack up uh, up the south coast. Yeah. Um, but filed Fylde would be a good game on Saturday. Well, what do we Should know about filed? Well, from, well they, they do have a prolific striker, they, don't they? They, they, have, they have the greatest
3: striker in English football. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, apart from Jamie Reid. Apart Reed, from Reed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, In Danny Rowe. Yeah. Although even he's been a bit tardy by his own standards. I think he's only got four so far this season. Is that season. all? But, but, <laughs> um, I shouldn't this have is, said that. Th- so exactly. Th- th- this, is, this is an extraordinary bloke. Uh, you know, he, he's, yeah. uh, he was... Um, Rejected at Man United he as a teenager. He was for a little while, wasn't he? he was. And, yeah. uh, and uh, took the rejection at Old Trafford so badly that he effectively gave the game up for a couple yeah. of years. Um, eventually was persuaded to start again non-league stuff, semi-pro stuff. Went to Lincoln. Didn't really quite happen mm-hmm. at Lincoln. Um, and ended up um, at Fylde. Um, I think he, had, he might have played for Stockport for a briefly as well. Just, just moving around clubs, yeah. really. Um, and then ended up at Fylde and has scored what is it, 150 goals? They'll be in, naming in, a stand in after the, him, there, won't they? Or well, uh, and and of course immediately you 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 think, well, he's only still only 29. That's yeah, a remarkable yeah. thing. And regular United fans will remember him his last performance at Playmore. Fylde one three, two, three two. Was it the season before last? Mm. And it's it's one of these things, you know. It's very easy for strikers, good strikers, to be. Tagged as yeah, but he's just a finisher. He's just a goal poacher. He's just a marksman. Yeah, good strikers tend to be good players. Yeah. they they have to be. But and they're, he, they're, he's got that
0: sense of where he is. He's he got is, that the, the spatial awareness. There you go. That. He knows he's where he physically, is. Physically,
3: yeah. I remember yeah. when, when Fiald beat Talkie three two at Playmore um two years ago. He he absolutely he didn't bully the United defence, but he just looked so strong yeah. on the ball and. Over the years playing in that penalty area, scoring all those goals, he's just learnt what works, yeah. where he has to be, what he has to do. Um I remember uh, Gary Hours when he was manager when United went up to file, they lost two nil there. I think Roe scored one. He may have I think he's, he may have got a penalty as well. Hmm. And every all the all the analysts look at the the film, look, there he goes, that's what he does. He has that touch, he always turns that way, or he does this, yeah. and et cetera. And they say, right. Well, whatever you do, stop him turning uh, onto, onto uh, right, right to left yeah. onto yeah. his right foot. Yeah. Well, go on then. You try him <laughs> and, and, and you know, easier said it, than It, time, it, isn't it is. Yeah. And, and um, he, he's just a, a, a canny, canny player. Yeah. Um, and uh, United will have to watch him on Saturday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> people always go, oh yeah, but maybe they've maybe they've tweaked tweaked him now. Maybe they know what he's going to do. <sighs> Everybody Be knows careful. what he's going to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, he may have only scored four goals this season, but um, Fouled aren't playing that well at the moment. They're, they're, they're in a position yeah. which I don't think anybody expected them to. Um, but I wouldn't bet against him finishing with more than 20 goals no. by the end of it all. And let's, fingers crossed, he doesn't turn it on on, on, on Saturday.
0: So Reed versus Rowe on Saturday, and of course, in
3: goal is uh, we, we we think and hope uh, if if he hasn't been dropped after their 4 0 home defeat by Barnet on Tuesday yeah. night is Dan Lavercombe, yeah, um, former United Academy player and senior goalkeeper, and well remember him making his debut at Aldershot um, one yeah. day when he was eighteen years old, something I think he was, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and went on to Wigan paid thirty thousand yeah. quid for him. Uh, had, has, it's never quite worked out for him so far, uh, but he's gone to Fylde now on a one-year contract and um, he's managed to get uh, the senior goalkeeper there yeah. out and he's been in the team. So um, Decent keeper, isn't
0: he? Uh, uh, oh, no. he, got, he got himself injured when he came down on loan he the did. last time, didn't he? He, he? did, yeah, yeah.
3: and um, he's had a couple of loans because when he initially went to Wigan, he was allowed to stay here yeah. on loan anyway, which was the best outcome. Um, but no, talky lad. And, D- and didn't I'm he sure get beaten
0: by a goal kick? In um, he did. Should we not mention that? No, we, we, we won't we're put gonna, that in the podcast. No, it was during a now.
3: very bad time. It wasn't, it, wasn't yeah, it, yeah, 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 we'll, um, <clears throat> yeah, we'll move so, on. So yeah, it was. You know, he, he's a very good young goalkeeper. And yeah. Good luck to him, and hope he. Throws himself
0: around and keeps ball, keeps everything out after Saturday. After Saturday, indeed. And Ebbsfleet on the, on Tuesday. Um, not great memories of Ebbsfleet. They beat us in that FA Trophy oh, final, didn't they? Yeah. Is
3: it Chris McPhee scored yeah. that one? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, United, they're, they're, they've they've had a bit of a torrid time over yeah. the last couple of years. Um, real concerns during the summer about whether they might sort of have to drop down uh, of their own accord yeah. but they've got a team together gary hills a very very yeah. experienced manager they've struggled a little bit at the start of the season it's one of those games that might get a bit scruffy yeah and kick yeah. off they're struggling they'll be trying very hard mm-hmm. um, uh, you know they they, they it, it won't, if united can impose their passing and running game yeah. on them good luck to them but you, you, you it's the type of place where you often have to go in and dig it and go and dig in.
0: Yeah. It's a long haul on a Tuesday night in October, isn't it? <laughs> Looking forward to that one. <laughs> Enough said. Yeah. But there you go. So that's the games that are coming up uh, for you this week. Uh, I think we've reached the end of the agenda for uh, this. year. I hope we haven't sent Aaron to sleep. Is Aaron? You still up, Aaron? I yeah, hope so. Um, I'd like to think so. So yeah, yeah.
3: No, it, it's it's given everybody a lift. It that has result. that Stockport game. And, um, you know we've all been here before. United fans have been lifted before, only to be um, uh, you know dropped back down again. But I think it's worth saying at the moment, and Gary touched on it mm. in, in his in his press conference this week, is look this is a young entertaining yeah. team it isn't perfect it it will make mistakes every now and again but the entertainment value on the whole is yeah. is way above what we've been seeing for a very long time i mean That's obviously true. last year w- w- yeah. was was good as well but i've seen i absolutely love watching this team play for all its Imperfections for all for its imperfections I know they will make mistakes they will frustrate from time to time but you know there's some talent out there this effort, yeah. the, the, there's effort there's football at times which, which we haven't yeah. seen for a very long time yeah. at Playmore and you know I, I, we are not turning up to watch a team kick it from one end of the pitch to the other and hope for the best uh, it, it's, it's on a different level to that um and and uh, you know we, we all hope that they can put it all together we all yeah. hope that they can find the consistency that would um i tell you one thing if united end up achieving anything this season a it will be an unbelievable achievement on the back yeah. of, of of what happened last season but we will be royally entertained it will yeah. we will not bash our way out of this division uh, um a they they it's not set up to do that they can't do it um it will be um, very oh, yeah. entertaining, good stuff.
0: So yeah, come come and see the entertainment. Plainmore Saturday, three o'clock kickoff. Talk here at home to AFC Filed. Come up and say hello. Um, we're always pleased to uh, to chat to people. Tell us what you like about the podcast. Tell us if it sent you to sleep. Um, and. Uh, Come and have a chat with us. We're all off to be uh, fitted with GPS trackers now, I think.
3: Wouldn't that be terrifying? (laughs) I'm not sure how much ground you and I are going to be covering. How much signal are you going to get in the cider (laughs) bar (laughs) And
0: as ever, come come on on, you you yellows. You've been listening to the Herald Express Devon Live Talker United Yellow Army podcast recorded weekly by David Thomas and Guy Henderson. You can find this podcast by clicking devonlive.com or by following us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Talker united DL. Or on Twitter at TQHE Sport. You can also subscribe on iTunes, search for Talkie United on the iTunes app. Please leave us a review wherever you can. We welcome all feedback.
2: Thank you very much for listening. Join us again next week.